Hello to everyone that listens to the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. We are back. It's been a minute, but uh, me and Josh are back with a journey episode talking about the first part of March. Just to note that this episode was recorded last Thursday, so that was before um, the the stakes got escalated here in the UK over the coronavirus. So some of um, what we say may be a little uh, out of date, but I hope that it still helps you and informs you. And um, the other thing I'm releasing today is a special coronavirus episode. And so uh, you should check that out with me and Finn talking about how your church can respond. And so uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Me and Josh really enjoyed recording it. And uh, we will be back with you soon. Hey, everyone. We are back. It's been uh, a while. It's been a minute. Uh, This is the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. Um, Right back at the beginning of February, we had a virtual conference and the business has been pretty pretty busy since. And so uh, we tried to record a podcast, but we recorded it and I forgot to hit record. Uh, but we're back. It went we're live back. though. It, it did go live inside. It of the went live inside one of our Facebook groups, but it uh, it wasn't recorded. I forgot to hit record. So um, here we are. We are in March. Uh, I can't believe it's March already, Josh. Yeah, March the twelfth, huh? March the twelfth. How do we get here? here? We are three months in. First quarter almost over. Almost of the year. over. Yeah, we've got to do our Q one review at some point soon. Yeah, um, and here we are on the journey. Here we are on the journey. So uh, for those of you who haven't tuned into this, uh, every now and again, we used to do it every week. We then went to every other week and now we're a bit more inconsistent. Um, we ask ourselves five key questions as a way of documenting the journey of building the business, personal development, serving churches. And so those questions are, what has the success been? What is the challenge? What are we reading? What are we listening to? And what have we learned? Absolutely. And uh, I find it always exciting, uh, especially as we've kind of moved it to the two-week and now it's been a month, but the two-week uh, kind of uh, flow. gap as such. Yeah, flow. It's it's nice to kind of have a bit more of like a, like a meet because some projects span over, you know, weeks, months, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not intentionally. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to have, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, like you're, you're, you're engaged, I'm married, but it's like, you know, if... I work from home, you work from home, but like, so my wife's always at home and, uh, you know, it's like, sometimes it's like, Oh, what have you done today? It's like just in the office, you know, just doing work. It's kind of like when you talk every day like that, it's kind of like it's pretty much same old, same old, you know, but when you, when you spread out over a couple of weeks over something like, like when we talk. About so if you only started talking to Maha, like every three days, just so you got every three days. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. We, we're actually trying to spread it out for like a week now. But oh, great. <laughs> definitely not. I might try that one. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> We're joking. Everyone listening, please yeah, do not take that as marriage advice. Um, so, uh, Josh, hit us up. What has been your success of the past couple of weeks? Yeah, I think uh, just a personal fun success has been, and you might well have seen it on our Instagram I hope account. they've seen it. I hope they've seen it. Um, we launched and created an Instagram filter. Now, for those of you... Uh, that are on Instagram, you've probably seen these popping up everywhere, whether it's a, you know, a different face swap or glitter on the face or something like that, down to kind of which are you, which, 
you know, uh, there's a which worship leader are you? There's a which Disney character are you? There's there's a there's a multiple which are you's, and we decided to create which preacher are you with a host of preachers from Lisa Bevere, Bill Johnson. Uh, we've got on there Carl Lentz from Hillsong, Brian Houston. We've got Craig Grishel. We've got Christine Kane, and it's been a huge success. We finally got it approved, and um, I think the part of the challenge was it just kept getting rejected. I'd hired somebody to to create it, kept getting rejected, 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 and I didn't know why. So I went and learned how to build it myself, built it, and it was accepted within ten minutes. Made a post um on uh on social media i did one for digital church talk i did one of my personal account of just different ones tagged both the pastors in it and within 15 minutes craig grishel um who was who was instagramming from his quarantined uh state he was in his uh, isolation room uh he reposted and it went uh, a little bit viral to say the least you are i think you're muted peter i had a whole bunch of friends that only saw it because they saw like other like rich Rickerson jr and others like resharing it um so that was pretty cool it was pretty cool like and josh why don't you give us the stats because the stats to me are absolutely wild oh yeah in a week it's had over a million impressions so it's been just... seen so it's been seen by over a million people yeah uh we've how, how many times have been like posted i think it's been about 10 or potentially seven, tenth, seven to ten thousand. I don't want to click around and hear the click buttons, but it's about seven thousand, ten thousand shares. Um, which oh, is just—I yeah. mean, it's fun. It's—it's. It's, I'm sure it's resulted in a few people clicking through to the website. We can't really see yeah, unless yeah. somebody tags us. We can't see the. It's, the it's a great example of brand awareness. I think it's a great yeah. example of kind of very top of the funnel marketing. Yeah. Um, so I had a whole bunch of friends like not even realize that it was us. Uh, they've like they didn't realize it was me until like they're like oh what that's digital church toolkit's name in the top corner oh that's pete um so that's been pretty cool and it's just wild to me like a million people have seen it absolutely oh yeah yeah and so we are actually going to release an update in a couple of weeks Uh, and we've been we we want to um we as you said josh like we threw it up and expecting like four people to use it um so we didn't give much thought to the kind of um representation of the uh preachers but we are going to yep. update it with a yep. with a more even spread yeah and absolutely. then a latino version i think yeah absolutely we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna oh we're gonna open it up to the latin community and, and their incredible leaders and uh do a specific spanish version so uh exciting yeah, times, exciting times. Definitely... what about you um so I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but towards the end of February, we were really tight on money. Uh, it, it was sales were good, business was good, but like any growing business, cash flow becomes a real problem real quick. And um, but we're in a pretty healthy place now, so that was a challenge back, you know, three, four weeks, three, two, three weeks ago. But we now seem to be in a bit of a healthy place, and uh, it's nice to see the bank account with like. figures in actual cash in and uh, this week is payday for some of our staff and we're able to pay them without too much stress which is nice they'll be glad to hear that Uh, I mean we've always paid them on time but sometimes it's been a little stressful on our end not necessarily their end Um, but um, yes that was good so that's really good and work's coming in work is busy Um, uh, some really exciting opportunities 
Um, you know, we're doing a website right now for a major leader here in the UK, which it's an absolute honor to be serving them. And yeah, just being invited in on some projects, which uh, could be really cool over the next year or yeah. two. So yeah, yeah, it's just exciting. Absolutely. The, the sun's coming out. We're, oh, we're that's another success, even. man. The sun yeah. is an absolute success. I'm absolutely oh. loving the sunlight. Uh, it makes life... Working at home is such an interesting dynamic. The weather affects your mood so much when you work at yes. home. Yeah. Even if you're not working and just like you're, you're inside and it's yeah. just like... Yeah, it's like yeah. Just, my goodness. Yeah, definitely. Challenge. What's your challenge been the last few weeks? So... Again, hopefully the podcast know this. We released in February off the back of our virtual conference, we released a whole bunch of product, uh, particularly an e-course. And we'd uh, spent quite a long time um, producing the e-course and, and put a lot of our time and energy into it. And uh, it just hasn't sold as well as I thought it would. Uh, yeah. Or it hasn't really sold as well as we needed it to either, actually. I mean, it has sold, um, but not as not as well as we projected and to help cover some of our costs on it. So that's a bit of a disappointment. And uh, I think we're, but I'm quite in some days I'm like really annoyed about it. And other days I'm enjoying the challenge of trying to make it work. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, I think that's definitely been a challenge has been just trying to work out why is this not selling the way it should. We, you know, why is it not? We, we know it's good. Everyone that's gone through it's told us it's worth double the amount of money. You know, we, you know, it just doesn't seem to be selling the way we thought it would. And uh, just trying to isolate kind of the, identify the reasons why, and then kind of make some adjustments. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking of buying the e-course, you definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you're right. That has been, that's been the, the, the challenge is like, how do we, how do we, um, you know, uh, I think accurately represent the quality that's in there, and you know, part of that's you know the podcast. You listen to the podcast because you're like, oh, this is this is this is good value. You guys, you know, we appreciate you know the wisdom you share, the, the stuff like that. The same with you know those of you who are on our uh, email, you know, newsletter with tips and and advice things like that. The same of you who are who are inside of our Facebook groups, like you, you get to kind of experience that. And I think the ch- is the challenge is how do we turn that into sales, like. What, what is it, you know, not just for the sake of sales, but for the sake of like, we thought this was, and we still do I think this is a great way of being able to equip as many people as possible for a price point that doesn't exclude anyone. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and I think the amount um, of people I've had to exclude from social media training because our, because our like day rate is too much money for them. And so the e-course make, brings that price down like yeah. more than, you know, it, it diminishes that price so much. So uh, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic to try and work out. And there's definitely been, a, I think, a challenge, to say the least, is trying to kind of, and still is a challenge. We're still making adjustments. We're still making changes. We're still trying to work out how to make that sell. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it kind of links in with what I, with what my, my thoughts for kind of what I've learned over the last little bit. But um, I, I do, I like the challenge. And I like, it, you know, it's forcing us to, to kind of like to grow, to assess, to analyze, to, to look at the date. It's not just a, a plug and play. Like we're actually having to work out, you know, pretty detailed. What are the things, where are the, where are the people getting on, on the, you know, on the train and then how they moving through the carriage, if you will, to like the point of like buying the, buying the thing and where are they dropping off? What stations, you know, where is that? And it's like, we've having to start to dig deep and like figure out like, okay, they're, they're interested here, but that's not translated into want to be a part of the course 
what's the reason for that? Like, do they, do they, you know, for whatever reason, and we're trying to figure that out and it's, it's causing us to, to look at that and, and work it out, which is, which I think is great. And it's only beneficial to us in the long run of like learning. Um, I think the reality is like, it's so funny. And I've heard every agency, every marketer talks about it. Like the hardest thing to market is yourself. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that if we were one of our clients, I would be able to identify the problem straight away within probably 10 minutes. But when it's yourself, it becomes such a different ball game. Um, yeah. but it's a great learning curve if people can't see this but i've got post-it notes i'm 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 currently trying to evaluate our messaging and i've got post notes all over my wall to uh as i'm halfway through that evaluation at the moment just you know just trying to change is is you know where where is the thing that's going to help people uh, take people over the edge of purchase so it's definitely a challenge but it, it it's a challenge that i'm looking forward to the conclusion of as in the outcome of the challenge will be positive oh yeah 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 we will not give up um yes off the back of the challenge what have you been reading is our next question we asked ourselves so i was at an event two three weeks ago with a guy called mark crosby and mark is the director of comms for vineyard here in the uk uh, so he oversees their comms their kind of digital comms their pr their marketing as a movement but then also does it does training and equipping for their local churches and uh, at the event that we were both speaking at they gave us all one a copy of his book so it's called so everyone can hear communicating church to a digital culture and um it's a fantastic book. It is effectively the Bible of church comms. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and so we're actually interviewing him next week. So the next couple of weeks, that interview will come out on the podcast. Uh, he's become a friend since that event. And so really enjoying connecting with him. But his book is phenomenal. So if anyone is um, involved in church comms or church leadership, you should definitely go and purchase his book, Mark Crosby. What, what have been for you? I mean... I mean, obviously you're in, you're in social media and, you know, church world you have been for years. What are some of the things that perhaps you've picked up from that book that maybe you knew or didn't know, or that are just like, yeah, they just hit home. Like, Oh wow. That's, that's so, great. I think for me, like it's way he's taking, um, he's working through a church to talk about how their kind of theological convictions, their unique vision, their values, and then how that implements onto like a communication strategy. And so I think it's so good helping churches understand, um, how to kind of form a strategy that serves the vision of the church and serves where the church is going. Um, I think it's just really well done. I, I don't want to say I haven't learned anything because you always pick things up, but I think it's more just kind of like, man, this stuff's gold. This is really, I know this would be really helpful for uh, churches across the country and around the world. So I think it's more just like how well thorough it is and how kind of he takes something that for a lot of people could feel quite overwhelming and makes it quite simple yeah come on i'm excited i i, I didn't make the event because um uh just for for reasons i think i was I'd on some projects here and off. also it, it was, was a day off there we go that was it the day it off. was a friday you have a day off on a friday the event was on a friday that's the one there we go that's the reason um but yeah i'm looking forward to hearing that uh that, that kind of that conversation on the podcast because yeah to have someone who's working at you know such a in like a literally a national denomination, um, you know, across, you know, impacting communications of hundreds of churches, uh, you know, overseeing that it's just, um, it'll be great to, 
it'd be great wisdom i think for anyone oh yeah man he's so, yeah. and he's just a nice guy too like he's yeah. just i've uh i've have we we we're collaborating a little bit on a few projects at the moment so it's been good uh, connecting with him great um and what are you reading what am i reading um it's it's a this is a crossover between what i'm reading what i'm listening to uh because it says i'm listening to an audio book and then i'm kind of like going through some um some notes of the book there's like you can there's always like short versions you know of books you can kind of have the summaries so the book is called The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work by John M. Gottman. Now, you might have heard of him. I guess it's like a really popular, famous book. He's like the number one person on, on stuff. I only saw it the other day because I had a friend who's um, engaged, not you, Peter, in America, and they'd started reading that book. Um, and, um, and I thought, oh, that looks, that looks pretty good. And I started reading it, and I'm like, the questions they were asking, I'm like, oh, I've got an app of this. Now, for those of you who have, there's an app, um, which is great, like question starters, if you're in a relationship, it's called Card Decks, and it's made by the Gottman Institute. Um, and there's like questions like, like, what's, you know, do you know your partner's favorite movie, Her, their best friend, their, their, you know, perhaps their closest family member and things like that to kind of just to, you know, just not necessarily icebreakers, but good questions to ask like over dinner and things of like hopes, dreams of the future, stuff like that. It's just, anyway, it's great. You know, and it opens up like sometimes you're crying, sometimes you're laughing, sometimes it's great. Anyway, this book um, is the guy. It's not, you know, a book off the app. It's like his seven principles. And it's just really good. Um, just, you know, I mean, solid principles for for making it work. Um, you know, I haven't got time to list everything out right now. And I'm, you know, five chapters into a 17 chapter book. But it's just, you know, from they've done multiple studies of like putting couples in ro- in rooms like for a weekend and they film them from 9am to 9pm. So they have a night, they have a, they have a 9pm to 9am to, you know, I think you're muted again. <laughs> no one can see my face when Josh said they, they put them in a room for a weekend and film it. I was like, Whoa. Um, and they just do, st- and they just, they just analyze, they analyze their arguments that they just say like live as normal, but they analyze the things and they've got people watching, you know, from 9am to 9pm. They have their privacy time. And they can. They said they can usually work out um, a lot. They can work out a lot within just five minutes of hearing couples answer a few questions, um, and basically how to create a successful marriage and things like that. Even down to the things, it's like um, people who are married in a, in, a, in a happy marriage are more likely to fight off disease and infection because of of how it impacts your cells and your body and things like that. And it's just. I mean, it's just a wealth of knowledge just on, you know, a scientific level, psychological level, all the stuff. But, um, you know, the goal is, you know, to, to, to live a great relationship. Um, so I've been listening to that, reading through that, cause it's, you know, I always want to grow in relationships, whether it's marriage or friendships or business or whatever it looks like, you know, relationships are the currency. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my crossover of reading and listening. What, what have you been listening to? So uh, everyone would have heard us talk about this. The story brand um, formula is something that we love here at Digital Church Toolkit. And I have been working through one of their e-courses. So um, back at the end of last year, they released some e-courses and we got them. And I'm going through one of them now about their messaging. And it is phenomenal. It's amazing. So I spent most of yesterday listening to that. And uh, we've carved out a day next week to go through it too. So uh, that's that's going to be my major listening of the week. It's been good. Come on, and yeah, I'm excited for that as well. We've got I listen to his podcast. I mean, we we share about it 
I mean, well, if there yeah. was a piggy bank. <laughs> if there was an affiliate link, we should have it. But yeah, um, Josh, let's round this conversation up. So what is the thing that you have learned? Yeah, I think um, off the back of everything from, you know, the successes, the challenges, you know, the, in, in the product sales to um, just growing as a business, getting more people on board, cash flow, all those things, even things that are happening in the world at the moment as we speak with, you know, uh, the, the virus in, in multiple different countries and things like that. Um, I think the short version of it is like, you know, we have to work smarter, not necessarily harder. We've been working hard on trying to do things, but smarter might be taking a step back, pausing some of the ads that we're running, you know, going through a messaging workshop and redefining exactly what that looks like. That's working smarter, not necessarily harder. Um, that then goes on to kind of like keep adapting so adapting at everything, we're always iterating. Again, we do the same with our clients' ads. If we're running ads for someone, we always want to improve, always want to make it better. We never just like rest on our laurels on a winning on an, on an ad set like that. It's like we want to keep growing, keep adapting, keep refining, keep becoming better. A as individuals and you know, in our life, we want to become better like that. But also, um, you know, when we're working with our clients to grow and help them reach more, do more, and then realizing everything can change in a moment. <laughs> You know, everything can change in a moment down to, you know, what happens in the world with the virus and things getting stopped. And, you know, it seems like the, the real virus is a fear virus more than necessarily what's what's perhaps happening. But, you know, things uh, change in a... What are you going to say? Nothing. doesn't carry on. Doesn't <laughs> uh, things change in a moment. And uh, I think, you know, again, we need to be flexible and ready to adapt and... uh um, yeah, I think I think that's kind of like what I've been learning and probably will still continue to learn over the next few weeks. Uh, I think for me, probably similar in terms of, you know, you you a lot of people kind of set their own business up because they have an image of a better future for their life. And I think we were definitely one of the reasons we did it. You know, it's not that we wanted to work less, but we definitely wanted to um, be able to kind of decide our schedules and, and kind of live life a little bit kind of independently, so to speak. Uh, but I think the past couple of weeks, you know, you've just, the, the, the road to the top of the mountain is, is hard and it's difficult and you've got to work hard and you've got to work smart too, but you've also got to work hard. Um, you know, it, it, it involves, as, as we've got busier, my days have got longer, um, my Saturday mornings are regularly spent trying to catch up with, you know, not, not, not all day Saturday, but definitely a couple of hours here and there kind of doing emails, et cetera. And that, that just comes, you know, I think, yeah, I've, you know, particularly towards the end of February when we were struggling on cash flow, I kind of definitely learned what it is to uh, have a sleepless night worrying about cash flow in a business that definitely happened a few times. And just those kind of things where, it, it, you've got to keep grinding. You've got to keep working. You've got to, you've got to keep yourself focused and, and make sure that you stay prioritized, that you have got to work hard and you've got to kind of put the hours in and, uh, you, you, a business is Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, business isn't built overnight. And, um, you know, I think a lot of my friends look and go, Oh, you know, he's really successful. He's running a successful business. And I like, that's true. In some respects we're running a business and it, is on some measures it is successful 
But that doesn't mean it's not difficult. That doesn't mean we don't have to work hard. If anything, that means we've got to work harder because you've got more to lose. <laughs> we've got more to lose now than we did six months ago. Um, you know, there's more skin in the game. There's more, there's team members. There's, um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. There's more skin in the game. We've spent more money now, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so uh, you just got to work hard. You've got to keep grinding, got to keep going. And and that battle's in the mind, you know, the battle to work hard and stay focused and stay prioritized. It, 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 particularly when you're running our kind of business, this kind of business is not physically exhausting. Uh, <laughs> most of the day is spent behind a computer. It's not physically exhausting, but you've got to stay mentally sharp. You've got to stay mentally focused. You've got to stay hopeful and you've got to, but you've also got to stay real. Like, you know, you got to, you got to, you can be hopeful, but you got to be honest about the fact we need more sales. We need more money. We need more of this. That's a, that's not being negative. That's just being truthful about running a business. And, uh, you know, so I think it's definitely like you, you got to stay sharp in the mind and you got to stay sharp in the amount of work that you're putting in. And I've definitely learned that afresh over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the goal, the battlefield is in the mind. Yeah. Um, and, you know, once we can conquer that, like we can conquer anything. So, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a solid pace to, to guys, round off. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this. We will be back. We will put out an episode next week. It won't be a journey episode. It will either be our interview with Mark Cosby or it'll be uh, another uh, piece of content we've got from somewhere. But we hope you have an absolute smashing weekend. Uh, and as I'm sure you all know by now, you know we are day in, day out helping church leaders and Christian creatives uh, make sense of the digital age. We're trying to help them uh, improve their social media, trying to help them make sure that their branding is utilized, make sure their website is working for them. And so uh, you can pop onto our website, www.digitalchurchtalkit.com and check out all that we're doing. And uh, if you'd like to have a conversation, we would love to have it. Uh, with you and help you out so um we will leave it there have an amazing week